this is Kyle and welcome to another edition of COVID Comfort. Today we are going to be talking about the remake of The Toolbox Murders. The Messer is back. From Toby Hooper. Director of the classic Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Poltergeist comes an all-new journey into the realm of horror. The walls listen. Toolbox murders. And when the toolbox opens... Oh, gosh! It just feels wrong here. The terror... It's about what's already here. ...begins. Each Floor is missing the same apartment. Because someone's gonna get hammered, nailed, and drilled, and nobody knows who's next. Full disclosure, I haven't seen the original Toolbox Burners from the 70s, but I hear it's just a gritty, exploitation-y slasher. So I will take that for face value for the time being. But the 2003 remake, written by Adam Girash and uh, Jace Anderson and directed by Toby Hooper, who I love, uh, is actually a great little horror film. It's what it sounds like obviously basically a slasher villain that lives within this old haunted la apartment building who's killing people off and we discover later that it's uh sort of some sort of supernatural black magic-y culty thing regarding the creation of the hotel you know back in the day in the hollywood um and there are missing rooms and there's spaces within the walls where this killer lives and there's also symbols everywhere which are a part of some kind of spell which isn't fully spelled out but leads to a pretty great payoff in my opinion the way they set up um <clears throat> Angela Bettis. And before I get to that, I will say um, it's a great lead role for Angela Bettis. This is back in the day. I don't know if this was right before or after May, but earlier in her career. And she's great in it. And then you have a lot of great little character character actors. Rance Howard pops up as this old man. He's been living there since 1947. How about you? You lived here a long time? Since 47, right after the war. You've lived here since 1947? And still on my feet. <laughs> Who's the guy with kind of dropping all the clues throughout this? Greg Travis is the kind of stonery, 
building manager who's chalking everything up to the charm of an historic building and how cheap it is basically he's fucking amazing at this he's hilarious i just dropped by to say hello i just wanted to welcome you guys i i know it's a bit of a shock with all the hubbub and emergency personnel but uh, we're really a quiet building did i give you the storage keys we have them oh okay good okay well uh, i live in the apartment below you guys same apartment elizabeth short lived in <laughs> The Black Dahlia. <laughs> there's a lot of great old history in this building. It's so old, there's so much to... Oh, did, did you want to see the laundry room? Yeah, look, our faucets are leaking, like shooting out brown water. And I know that you said you were gonna replace our stove. Oh, okay, well, uh, yeah, we'll get Ned right on it. Any fix-it problems you have, just call Ned at extension 10. And uh, he's our handyman right on the premises. No need to wait. <laughs> Do you need to take that? Should I just go? Okay, in a minute. There's also a problem with the shower. Uh, right. You know, here's one really big plus. You can always buzz Luis, the doorman, and have him call Ned. Or just let him know if somebody's coming over like this. Luis, the vice chancellor will be here at three for finger sandwiches. Right, Byron. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah. You know... There's not too many buildings in this price range that offer the safety and security of a doorman. That's something. He, he almost steals every scene that he's in. Just the sleazy way he tries to play off uh, whatever is wrong with, in the apartment building or whatever weird things are happening with just like, yeah, well, it's, a, it's an old historic building. You're part of its history. He is so fucking funny. Marco Rodriguez is the doorman. He's awesome. Juliet Landau is uh, one of the neighbors. Sherry Moon Zombie uh, has a opening cameo. She's the first kill. Spoiler alert. And then one of the screenwriters, Adam Girash, is Ned the Handyman. He's fucking aw He's super creepy. but he is so just amazingly awkward around everyone. <laughs> it's just, uh, he almost steals a lot of the scenes he's in too, just because he's so off-putting and it's like uncomfortable and hilarious at the same time. Oh God! You're Ned, right? I'm doing repairs. Um, which way is the laundry room? Go back outside, make a left. You'll find it.
So it seems like it's going to be a pretty by-the-numbers slasher. But it ends up being, I think, pretty interesting. And that you ha- you find all this whole history of the uh, of the apartment building um, that Angela Bettis finds, and the way it kind of plays out. And there's, from what I hear, there was supposedly they lost funding two thirds of the way through the shoot, so they weren't able to film some stuff because there is kind of like a subplot with her that her father died, and that was why they moved uh, from Rhode Island to L.A. And there's a couple moments about it, and there's kind of like a flashback, and it's, uh, I could definitely see where there was probably maybe a little bit more connected to that that wasn't in there. There's a couple other little moments where things are hinted at, and then it's kind of never come comes back. Um, nothing major, but it's little stuff that you're like, oh, okay, there was probably a subplot there. There's something a little bit more going on with this character. But it's it's it just, it's like a sleeper. So I saw this when I was in high school, visiting friends um, in a town I had moved away from, and we got drunk and watched this movie for no reason at all. And it was fun because we were like kids getting drunk, and I I had a good time or whatever. Didn't think anything about it. Um, Saw it again later, um, and didn't really think anything about it either. But when I came back to it now having a little bit more knowledge of writing and structure and stuff. I think it's an actually, it's a really good little film. I think it's maybe Toby Hooper's last good film. There's a couple little things in there. Um, So namely, um, there's all these symbols around the apartment building, which seem really weird at first. And then Juliet Landau gets killed. but Angela Bettis doesn't know that. And they've kind of struck up a friendship and she doesn't really know anyone else in the building. So she starts to investigate and she's worried about her. And Rance Howard gives her a tip to look for room 504, which she does. And there is no room 504. So she realizes all these rooms are missing. There's one room on every floor, every 104, 204, etc. Uh, spoiler alert for all of this. But that's when she realizes... Uh, that the apartment buildings can been constructed in such a way to leave these spaces for like these secret passageways and stuff for God knows what, uh, because this guy who created the building was some kind of an occultist and she gets the blueprints, which also have these symbols. And she realizes these symbols are like some kind of spell, but as she's looking at the architectural plans, she's jotting all this stuff down on her arms. And you don't really think anything of that. It's just the moment. Um, And that's maybe, I don't know, 30 minutes before the end. 40 minutes. So then when we do get to the end, obviously, it comes down to Angela Bettis versus this killer. And he's about to kill her at the very last moment. They thought they killed him. And then the body's gone, of course. Typical cliche. And she's like, you know, just packing her bag to get the hell out of there. This is supposedly over. And the killer pops back up and she puts her arms up and she has all those symbols written on her arms. Which are kind of like, I guess, keeping this killer trapped in the building or something of that nature. So he can't kill her. And I think on the commentary, 
uh, the writers said that that was a touch that Toby Hooper added. But either way, I thought it was brilliant because it just feels like a throwaway thing, um, which is kind of everything you want to do in good screen screenwriting, you know? You want to call back to things, but you don't want it to be so obvious that everyone goes, oh, that's going to come up again. You know, you just don't think about it. She writes this shit on her arms and you don't even notice that it's on her arms for the next 30 minutes. And then you, you know, and then it comes back up and plays a part, which is brilliant, I think. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's I just think it's a very underrated movie. It's a lot of fun. It's a slasher without being super. Uh, it's not a super exploitation-y type slasher. I mean, it's not dumb people that you want to see get killed for the most part. It actually is characters that you like for the most part. Like Juliet Landau's character, you come to like in the short time that she's in the movie. Um, and most of the people, I think, you know, you actually do like. Which I prefer, personally, in the slashers being, like, somewhat invested in wanting someone to survive. But that is Toolbox Murders 2004. I think it's definitely one worth checking out. It's a little bit, it's not super hard to find, but it's no, um, there's no Blu-ray. There's only a DVD. I just found, I have this, just the basic DVD. Uh, I found out Acre Bay did a two disc special edition so I ordered that just because I'm curious enough but uh, Shout Factory Arrow Video any of you Severin any of you wonderful people that are uh, definitely not watching this video I would love uh, a nice blu-ray of this it's worthy it's the last great good Toby Hooper movie, um, and I can't imagine it would be a difficult get unless the rights are super convoluted or something. I don't think anyone is holding out on this one, but uh, I think it's worth it. Toolbox Murders, I would say check it out. Yeah. So... Stay alive out there, folks. Good luck in the apocalypse, I guess. I'll see you next time. Bloodhound Pigs Podcast is part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. Produced by Josh Lee, Craig Drum, and Kyle Hintz. Music by Raymond Seed. Editing by Kyle Hintz. I'm doing repairs. 